Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Kelly Conrad. Hey there. And Tia Kemp. Hello. Yeah, we had our hopes so high that we would have a full crew <laughs> at some point during this season, and we ain't there yet. Yeah, we ain't so yet. far, not good. Not, not looking good, <laughs> and we are at the halfway mark. So there's that. Uh, but in good news... Uh, we have some reviews. Again, reviews. We lit the beacons and people and Rohan has answered. Uh, so here's the deal. If you leave us a review in our next episode, you will be in the running to win a Killing Eve shirt of your choice. And I think I said something Ooh. like $25 or under. <laughs> and maybe that includes tax. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but we did. We got some. Last week we got one. Uh, and that was from Honeydew. And there is a sequel. I yes. love it. Uh, for for honeydew. So we'll get to that in a moment. But we have JP from ABQ. And that is so much fun. Love the podcast. It's super great and fun. So glad there are people out there that love Killing Eve like I do. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. What? So thank you, thank JP you. from ABQ. What do you think JP stands for? Jean Pierre. Jean Paul. Oh, John Paul. John Paul. <laughs> it's, it's John something. Uh, I'm going to say Love Jason John. Ooh. Ooh, John Patrick is a good one, too. They're all, like, yeah. pretty common JP names. Yeah. Or what if it was, um, like, Jerome Pettigrew? Like, something totally out there. Then give that guy two shirts. What if it wasn't mm-hmm. a traditionally male name? Oh, oh, look at us. Oh, we're bad. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Janice Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible name <laughs> thank you janice patricia from abq uh, i'm guessing that's albuquerque Aww. yeah i was thinking that but where is the l i would think that the l and that would be crucial uh for the abbreviation yes oh okay. instead I'll of abq those who decide abbreviations I okay i will <laughs> i will right now we need you for the podcast Kelly. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, we got another review from tricky a uh mm. thanks for the lols i love killing eve and find not enough people watch it so i can't talk about it this is the perfect Aww. podcast to reinforce what i'm thinking as i watch aka season three was terrible <laughs> ah! other our than, people other than jody's <laughs> incredible performance in the episode yeah. with her family uh and i literally oh laugh out loud multiple times each episode thank you so much for creating this if you are a fan of the show and willing to laugh at its flaws but also love its actors and overall story this is the perfect podcast exclamation point. Love Aww. that review. That is yeah. such a thoughtful review. I yes. feel seen. Uh, mm-hmm. And last week yeah. we brought up Honeydew, who gave a great review. Unfortunately, the title of the review was cut off. Um, although on the podcast, we assumed that it was, uh, we assumed the rest of it and we were wrong. Uh, so Honeydew part two. Honeydew here. My name is Heather, exclamation point. I was disappointed to find out that the full title of my review was cut off. What it said was a podcast about the best show on TV. Now, uh, oh, let's go. All right. Let's already calm down. Oh, <laughs> Mike, are you buffering? Don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Heather. I was disappointed to find out that the full title of my review was cut off. What it said was a podcast about the best show on TV now and led by fellow Philly natives sold exclamation point you guys crack nice. me up and i look forward to this podcast every week i will weep in my version of eve's leather jacket once it's all over <laughs> love you guys exclamation point oh thanks heather i first of all heather sounds like someone i would be friends with because i love that she came back and was like uh actually this is what my title said Recognize, right let's, let's get clarify it right. this yes yeah. that's so me that's great thanks heather yes thank you honeydew for the sequel review. All right. Yep. So we have shows coming up April 1st through the 3rd at Crossroads Comedy Theater. You can go to xroadscomedy.com for information on those shows. Uh, they are live in South Philly and a lot of great things, including Tia's No Diggity, improv Woo. inspired by old school hip hop and R&B. We have Study Hall with guest lectures, comedy inspired by that. Uh, not yet rated improvised movie. Kelly's going to pop in there. Oh no, Kelly's not available. I'm, for that I, I was, and then I can't anymore, which is a huge mm. bummer, but it's still yeah. going to be an awesome show. That shouldn't it stop is. you. Unless you're it a is. huge fan of mine, then that's going to be a bummer. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not going. 
but because I'll be in Indiana. All right. Uh, and other great shows as well, including some free stuff. So check those out, xroadscomedy.com for information on the shows and other podcasts that we do, including classes as well. Uh, we have classes, new classes going up seemingly all the time now because I got tired of putting them all up at the same time. So check out xroadscomedy.com. And now let's talk about the show. Hey. So something we, we haven't done this season yet, I don't think, is our first impressions. So I want to hear your first impression of the episode. Tia, what do you got? Oh, just my first impression, not of the season, yeah. just of episode four. Yes. Um, I love Cuba. And I'm so <laughs> glad that <laughs> I'm so glad that they took us to Cuba because it's it's a beautiful place. I actually uh was there a long time ago when I was a little kid. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was the first thing that stuck out to me. And uh, I don't know, I can't, that, I'll just leave that as my first impression because all the other things I feel happen towards the end of the episode. Hello, bathtub. Uh, so <laughs> I won't talk about that yet. But yeah, I, I just like that they were in a different place and uh, I'm excited to talk about the details of the show. Sure, you're in the right spot. <laughs> um. Yeah, I agree. I think- not just the fact that Cuba is a beautiful country, but the just the way that like the room that they're in or the apartment that they're in, the walls look awesome. When they first get to Havana, that really cool song comes on so much mm -hmm. so that I had to like Shazam it because I'm like, oh, this is an awesome song. I think my first impressions from this episode in general are I thought the music was really good. Um, and I wonder who does their music and how they find these songs. Um, and yeah, I thought, I think the show is ra slowly ramping up in the way that I want it to. Uh, and I thought that this was just like a natural progression in that ramping. Um, but yeah, I guess that I'll leave that at my first impressions. Okay. Yeah, I agree with all that. Really enjoyed the episode. I would agree that the music was very good. Also love being in Havana, uh, Cuba, thought it was great. Uh, we spent a lot of time in Europe, so it's nice to get off, uh, get, off get to another continent. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think somebody had predicted America, not necessarily North uh, America and its entirety, uh, but we're getting closer. So, you know, we're closer what, to New York. Miles away, <laughs> 90 <laughs> miles away or so from, from the States. So it's possible. Maybe they mm -hmm. float on over. Um, all right. So hectic episode lot going on uh several maybe maybe just like three storylines but they were cutting back and forth a lot between them uh but it's still kind of basically just carolyn villanelle eve and uh our little buddies uh with um pam and constantine so let's start with constantine and pam mm. <laughs> what thoughts have you got about constantine what? and pam <laughs> what country are they in? I, I, of course there was a title card, but I didn't oh, yeah, um, take the, the time cards. to look up where it was. Uh, it's Margate, but I'm not positive because I type in Margate right now and it just comes up Florida. And it's not. <laughs> were they in the States? <laughs> not, no, no, I don't think no. they were in the States. That was definitely not Florida. It, it looked like Europe. Um, yeah, they still might. I mean, they still might be in. They still might be in London. Uh, yeah, um, it looks like an area of London, or at least in England. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think um, I don't think Pam packed up to like fly anywhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, great question. Um, I <laughs> thank you, thank um, you. No. <laughs> But the title, I was going to say, these title cards were pretty intense. I did not slow down to write down every detail of the location. But yeah, they, they I probably should have because they were very intentional about, you know, putting that right on the screen. And I was like, mm -hmm. OK, we get it. Let's get to the let's get to the show. I wasn't really paying mm -hmm. attention to it. But um, I going back to what you said early on, Kelly, the music so good and I feel like Constantine is getting like the best little theme music throughout whenever he shows up <laughs> on the screen um and I think I was excited just to see 
kind of the beginning of Constantine like mentoring and training because we didn't get a chance to see that with Villanelle. It was like, he just showed up and we were just trying to figure out this relationship and their dynamic. And it was even cool just from the jump, (laughs) even though it was kind of weird because he was like, we're not friends. Tell me about yourself. (laughs) Um, So we kind of see how it all starts. So I, I loved that. Yeah. Don't think we're friends. Don't ever think we're friends. All right. He asked her, what are you good at? And bombing. And we get that big amazing laugh. Beautiful. Several times throughout this episode, too. At oh least man, two, so maybe good. just at least twice. Uh when after she pushes him in the water and he gets a that's how that's what we're talking about. If, that's good. If you listen back to when she pushes him in the water, he gives the most hilarious scream going down. <laughs> like we need to do a scream. Oh man, it's it's like it almost it's it's like it almost sounds like a very young person, like a, a little person, like falling or something, like someone really. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't fit with how Constantine looks. His scream, and then when he lands, uh, like bloop, <laughs> like a but, big water drop. Oh man! But yeah, we need that. That was oh so funny. Uh, one thing I noticed is that when they're running or at least kind of walking fast. You have Pam who's kind of struggling. Constantine's like, he's fine. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's ready to go. He could do another like 10 miles. And she's like, <sighs> she's like Gimli uh, <laughs> when, when the fellowship was running across the mountains and fields. She's not a natural sprinter. No. Yeah. Good over long distances. Yeah. <laughs> she's sul- she sulks. She's a sulker, you know, she's like Eeyore. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it's it's interesting because when she beats up Eve, like when she knees her, I'm like, oh, she must be like fit or she clearly like has some self-defense on her belt. But I guess just no, um, lacks the endurance. Yeah. Yeah. Natural sprinter. Uh, yeah. So the meeting by the sea and Constantine, one of his first tests is to push a woman into the sea. <laughs> Go push her. Why? She didn't do anything. No, why? There was no why. He's turned into Yoda all of a sudden. There was yeah, no why. There was no there why. Was no <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. That reminds me of the dropout. Yeah, me too. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I hate that that quote now just reminds me of Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Is that what she says? There's She's no like obsessed sh- with Yoda. It was oh, like, no. it was like written on her, on Theranos's wall. Mm-hmm. There is no try, only do. Do? Yeah. 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 Uh, so... I've only seen the um, documentary. I haven't seen the um, dropout just yet. Is it all oh, yeah. out? Yeah. We uh, well, they're doing it episode by episode, yeah, but you so can totally annoying. watch up to five. Yeah. Yeah. So not the show, the episode release, I think. Yeah. The that. episode release is annoying. <laughs> I wanted them all out now. Yeah. I'll get in there. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there is no why, only do. Uh, and she won't do it. And he sends nope. her home after insulting her too. So you see that in her, uh, just like her brother was doing to her um over and over and over again and she's like what are you he's like what are you stupid you stupid speak say something okay so about that because i first of all i'm it was sad to see pam go from like one abusive situation to another um and i wasn't here last week to speak to the whole situation where she killed her brother but that to me felt so forced it's like okay y'all been working together how long and today he decides to say i wish you were never born you suck nobody wanted you it's like today like is this every day or just today i don't know i definitely felt like they forced it to push her so she could kill them which is, which is fine but it was also like all right he's being like extra dextra mean like out of nowhere extra dextra. he was like such a mega <laughs> asshole i assume to instigate that reaction that that kind of thing happened all the time that's what i assume yeah Yeah. which is horrible yeah it just seemed like out of nowhere as us i guess but you know we're only peeking into her life for episode three and stuff and episode two and three but um anyway but yeah with um going back to constantine i just felt bad because she just seemed so sad all the time so sad that it was very weird to see her smile and laugh on that little Spinny oh, ride. I, I was love, like, Ooh. I cannot wait till we get to that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little tilt twirl. Uh, so Constantine was was mayor, and I wanted more time with him as mayor. And he even says, like, I why would why did you go through all that trouble to make me mayor just to pull me back and and babysit? Uh, so yeah, I wanted more of that. Like, kind of like uh, T was saying, Constantine gets those those fun um, soundtracks 
as he's mm-hmm. doing anything. Like that one was it last week or the week before where it's like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> super, super fun. And he's having a blast. And you can see that he's enjoying his life now. And he even says in this episode, like, I like my life. I like how things are. So yeah. what's going on? Uh, so he says, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to expose you for everything that you've done. And I'm going to go, or you're going to let me go back to being mayor. And she's like, ah, how about this? I exposed you for being a piece of shit and stealing all that money and framing Paul. And he's like, oh, not yeah. Paul. You got me. Cut <laughs> yeah. to him babysitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay, I so feel then, like they did the same thing to Constantine as they did with Villanelle, where it's like they created this really fun backstory and literally took us out of it so quickly. I'm like, why are you going to introduce something so fun and exciting and then not even explore it? Like, I get that we don't have a lot of time, but it's like, I would have rather that stuff happen in season three. And I'd rather have seen more of that in season three. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so yeah, then they're at the carnival circus amusement park deal. And she does the, uh, Pam does the test of strength. And oh yeah. Doesn't hit it very hard, but that thing goes whoop, ding, right all the way up. Yeah, Doesn't quite give it a give it a wallop. So she's packing she's packing some strength, I guess. Um, yeah, like Darren, Popeye. Yeah, like Popeye. She ate her spinach, and now she's strong to the finish. Uh, Darren, <laughs> who uh, is running that thing, uh, seems to have taken a liking to her. And yeah, then she's on the tilt to whirl, seemingly enjoying something for the first time ever. It's yeah. like, it was like she was experiencing joy as an alien for the first time. <laughs> rock from the sun. Oh, yeah. What is this feeling? Oh, man. It was, um, I wrote down Pam's reaction to ride, LOL. Also, what a freak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I thought I, yeah, I agree with Tia. It's like she's so um poker faced and solemn and seems just really sad and boring and then to see uh, her rainbow of reactions in such a short amount of time was kind of upsetting and disturbing yeah. but it was also really fun and i thought just a really nice moment to give pam cuz it's like oh she's like off like we know yeah. Pam's off and now we're really seeing that Pam is very off, but also it was exciting to see her seemingly have a good time. I feel like there are parallels between her and Villanelle. Like I saw them mm-hmm. in those reactions, just kind of out of yeah. nowhere reactions that don't really fit the situation. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is her coming out of her shell more or less mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. coming into her own because she's been in that situation and i'm guessing it was an, just an extension of her family and how her family may have treated her for her brother yeah. to be allowed to to do this uh so just beaten down for however long she has been uh, now she's off on her own she's she's free and something as simple as getting on a ride uh a tilt-a-whirl uh, whatever they might call it in england a whirl about maybe um <laughs> We're just whirling about. Dizzy uh, glib. <laughs> going on the dizzy whirl. What do you call them in the States? A twi- tilt-a-whirl? Tilt-a-whirl. Tilt-a-whirl. You say that as if you're not in the States also. <laughs> I've never... Well, so I... I don't know if you know this, Mike, but I grew up overseas. Oh, God. So the <laughs> carnival ride... South Korea, your regular so, car San Diego. <laughs> so, well, most of the carnival rides that I experienced were at what the Germans call fests. So, the, and I don't know the fest, F-E-S-T-S. Fests, yeah. yes. You know this term? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't even... I'm trying to think what they call them. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't recall, but I don't think it's tilt world. Tilt world. <laughs> well, now it's Irish accent. Yeah. Tilt world. Uh, so if there's anybody that's listening that is in England or wants to Google it, uh, <laughs> then let us know what a, oh what the ride was, what it's called, uh, that Pam was on. Uh, all oh, right. Man. So yeah, she's on that tilt world and experiencing joy for seemingly the first time. And then she calls up Constantine and says that she's just been mugged. 
Yeah. And, and she needs to go to hospital. Oh, I, I love go, that line. I think I need to go to hospital. Hospital. Like she's missing the article, which I guess is a British thing. I need to That's go to say. hospital. I need to go to hospital. I was like, you mean the or uh? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I'd be like, I, it's not computing, boo. <laughs> it's like the way that yeah. they also say maths. In England, they say maths. Oh, maths. Yeah. It's yeah. plural. Yeah. Maths. Good at maths. Maths. Yeah. Reminds me of um, Annie. Where uh, Orphan Miss Annie? Hannigan, Little Orphan Annie. Where Miss Hannigan asks, I think it was Miss Hannigan asks where one of them went. I guess maybe Annie. Uh, and one of the orphans says she had to go bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she had to go bathroom. She had to go bathroom. <laughs> oh, Leaving gosh. out all of the articles and prepositions yeah. for that matter. These articles. Uh, anything more to say? Well, actually, we skipped Oh, before the push? She him. Yeah, she pushed Yeah, him yeah, yeah. The, oh, uh, I got something to say. Thing. What do you got? Yeah, so, okay. I think, so it didn't have the same effect for me because it's like, you know, she did the thing of, you know, oh, I've been mugged and... Constantine, which is, it's so, I guess it's fortuitous for us that he actually went to the edge as if she was like waiting in the ocean. Like he didn't sit on the bench. <laughs> he like made sure to be right there for her to, him, her to push him in. But um, she still didn't accomplish the task because she pushed Constantine because she wanted to. It was like, I'll show you, mm-hmm. I'll prove to you I'm tough. But her whole deal was she didn't want to push in somebody who was like an innocent or who didn't quote unquote deserve it. So I think it'll be interesting to see if she's able to make that jump to, hey, you're on assignment and you got to kill whoever, or you got to push whoever, because she still didn't do it. I think it would be different if Constantine was sitting back chilling and there was like that same old lady and she was like, huh. Um, But so I was like, okay, that was a fun scene to watch and everything and good for you, but you still, it's like, "Mm." come back come back and see me when you actually did the assignment you know yeah i could see constantine being okay with that that um moment uh and kind of counting that as a step step forward uh because in that moment he was he was an innocent not only that but he is the boss so she's willing to do that to him um she should now be willing to do that to just about anybody although there is like you said a little payback element to it Right. Like, I, like and I'll show see. you. Yeah. And also, it and yeah, Tia, that's a really, really good point. And because there were steps right there, I was unsure if this push was supposed to kill or hurt Constantine or if it was supposed to just be like a inconvenient thing. Um, so that kind of affects things for me too. It's like, oh, if you just knew you were going to like, push him into the ocean and he was going to climb out, then mm-hmm. I kind of don't understand the point of that. Yeah. Um, but I was yeah. fine with it. And he gets out. Oh, he loved it. Big Constantine laugh. Yeah. That was a, that was a high fall. Like you, mm-hmm. and like, they're like rocks, like a rocky wall. Oh, could have mm-hmm. been bad. Oh, bad. Could have been bad. All right, let's go to Eve. Ugh. <laughs> Tia, please. Tia's, what you Tia's got? got thoughts. This is like a betrayal. We're getting all the sexy, hot and bothered, flirtatious, all of that with Ellen. 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 Yeah, they say her name different every time. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. Um, um, we're getting all of that with Aileen. her, but it's like, Eve, you know, we've been waiting patiently for something to happen with you and Villanelle. Why are you giving all this love and all this attention to Ellen? Um, and I don't like it. It's like, it's very disappointing. It take, it took me back to, this is kind of controversial. Legends of the fall. Brad Pitt didn't end up who I thought he'd be with. He went back to the other girl. And I was like, really? We spent all the time mm. hoping you and that other lady, the white lady, get together. He ended up with the other girl, which was fine. But it was also like, I don't know. Sorry. This <laughs> is like a total jump. Yeah. But you know, it's just kind of like, wait, this is told it. us beforehand exactly what the controversial <laughs> point was going to be. 
So I, we could have given a proper warning to people <laughs> so they can skip it, skip forward, avoid the controversy of Legends of the Fall, the 25 or so year old film. <laughs> that Tia has not let go of. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's not supposed to be Elune. It's supposed to be Villanelle. Like you saw that kiss at the end? I know we're not there yet, but. No. God no, dang. Matter. Yeah, if you're going to be with Ellie, uh, <laughs> then you might as well just be with Villanelle. It's so annoying. And you they know just, she wants yeah. Villanelle. She's yeah. just being, she's she's being avoidant. You know? She's being such an Eve about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I just feel like even though Elaine is completely <laughs> beautiful and smart and sophisticated, sexy, all the things, their chemistry is like a quarter of what Eve oh, and yeah. Villanelle's. It's like they just don't have the same chemistry. Uh, and so I'm like, this is like watered down sexual tension. And I want like the pumped up sexual tension that we had yeah. with even Villanelle. It's just pumped very underwhelming. <laughs> like their Wait, dynamic was... is underwhelming. Wait, sorry. I was thinking of pumped up kicks for that. Wait. I actually don't remember the melody of that song. And I was thinking of the um, Reebok pump parody on uh, Saturday Night Live. How does that go? How'd it go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pump. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah. It was like the, it was a pump up turkey. Oh, oh okay. I got to look Rock that up. was in it. Yeah. Nice. I'll tell you one thing. I, I'm kind of jealous of Ellie. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. She owns why? her own theater. Oh, Owns her own theater. Yeah. Uh, because we here at Crossroads Comedy Theater, we are nomads. We go wherever people will take us in. Uh, right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. So the fact that Ellie owns her own theater is like uh, a gorgeous, huge, gorgeous. like an opera theater. Mm -hmm. And her daddy bought it for her because she liked it. Oh, of course he did. Daddy, I want yeah. the theater now. <laughs> all right, all right, all, all right, <laughs> Elaine. All right, yeah. Elaine. And also, this is the thing too. It's like part of me is like, all right, whatever. Like maybe this is just me because I'm just not trusting of people. I'm probably like, sorry, yeah, me might be lying. Who Who, said? Like, can I see the yeah. deed? Is your uh, name? Can I see your name on the on the title deed? <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> on the title deed. The title deed. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Also, what do you? This is a question. Uh, riddle me this, and I can. I would love to open it up to our six listeners as well. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. what is Ellen's end game with Eve? Because I almost have like less respect for her that she's even, um, you know, spending time with Eve. It's like Eve's a rookie. Eve doesn't know what she's doing. Eve's yeah. kind of just like it's like, what are you doing? So it's like, what is she? what does she want from Eve? I feel like Eve has nothing to offer her. And I don't know if she's using Eve in some way and it's connected with Villanelle, but I I'm wondering, I can see why Eve's all into Ellen because she's just like thirsty to be a bad girl, but I don't understand Ellen's obsession and how she's like kind of enabling. How Eve, she's like. playing Eve because in my mind, she's yeah. like, she's playing Eve, right? Like she doesn't actually yeah. like her. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what her main objective is either that Eve can somehow help her do, or like, maybe she's just trying to keep Eve close to her because Eve is like on to her. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What Elaine's yeah goal I don't is. know her, her end goal either, but I do think that she, and by she, I mean, Elaine <laughs> just enjoys chaos. She seems to really just yeah. enjoy the, the chaos of it. I mean, she let uh, Villanelle out, which I'm not sure how, but she did. She's got connections, so Villanelle's out. And did we see who she gives Villanelle as a target? Oh, Carolyn. Carolyn. Was it Carolyn? Yeah, because she was oh, like, this course. is sensitive, and then she goes after <laughs> Carolyn. And it was either... That might be the, the dumbest <laughs> thing I've said on this podcast. <laughs> You're going to get a listener get really Ooh, mad. Remember, a listener a yelled at star. me and yeah. accused me of being high for making a dumb Dasha comment last season. Yeah, well, let me mm. have it. I don't care. It's the last season. <laughs> Where so, are we? So are we. 
born to make mistakes. What is We're that? We're only mistakes. human. Uh, Isn't yes. that Human League? It's an 80s band. Oh, only human. No? <laughs> anyway. I'm not, play, yeah. play it on the outro. <laughs> we'll do that. It sounds familiar. Uh, but yes, uh, speaking of the the getting back to the dumb comment I made. Um, so yes, we do know who she... They didn't show it, literally. They showed it in context, which my brain apparently couldn't handle. So, um, yeah, I don't know what, her, robot. what her end game is. I'm a Pam. Uh, I don't know what her, her end game is. I think she just enjoys <clears throat> enjoys the the chaos of of the moment. Um, she may not even have a plan, so much as she just wants the, you know, some people just enjoy seeing the world burn, kind of a thing. Dark mm, night, yeah. dark night. Yeah, <laughs> um, I yeah. I feel like she's just <laughs> she's just uh, <laughs> Elaine is just playing Eve's game, right? Like she doesn't seem threatened i think she's just playing it cool and she's just like all right let's see what this eve weirdo has like let's see what she plans to do and she's just going along with it one thing that could be in the works but i still don't know i feel like because it's the last season it's like maybe not um if this was last season i'd be yeah this like this is happening and we talked about this before but it's like is she looking at eve as a possible new assassin and it's like oh like let me take you under my wing because she's like being flirtatious with her she's like seeing all these skills and whatnot um but I don't know I feel like since it's the last season I don't I like it's like does Eve start working with Ellen the way we see Carolyn and Villanelle working together I don't know in four episodes I, I don't think so yeah and we'll if they're see. like, we'll we end this episode with them like hooking up right so it's like eh, I don't know yeah, if they're so- gonna like yeah, I don't yeah. know if they're gonna hook up and then collaborate. Yeah, but well, maybe Bruce Springsteen and his wife did it. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> so anyone else, Mrs. Springsteen, <laughs> Mrs. Bruce Springsteen, Lauren. Yeah. I feel horrible. I have to look. Uh, up. Sorry, Bruce. Tidbits throughout this uh, storyline here, we have it, they are. The thing that brought them together is trying to find Fernanda's husband, Lars. Uh, Patty. And, what's that? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's wife's name is Patty. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find Fernanda's husband, Patty. Uh, <laughs> and Helen does not know what he looks like. So then Yusuf, the Mimbo, finds a photograph mm-hmm. of him through over 7,000 of Fernanda's posts. And then villain or um, Eve goes to Paris. Uh, Eve, Emily in Paris uh, <laughs> goes to Paris to find uh, this photographer. And both of them, both the, uh, not both of them, I think it's the same person, the person on the phone, not very helpful. So she's like, fuck this. Yours, everything, you know, it's everything so close. So she just goes and starts sorting through thousands of photographs, find something. And mm. then Helene texts and teases big news. The big news, of course, was that she let Villanelle out. And you see that on Eve's face, like, uh, what? Oh, man, she's not <laughs> happy. <laughs> Why'd you go and do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really quick with the uh, the lady who worked at the, the shop, the antique store or whatever. I love that when Eve... <laughs> And Eve's British accent, I just can't, you guys. But uh, it's a little she, rough. <laughs> yeah. When she, um, I mean, better than mine, but still, uh, she asked, she was like, oh, do you speak English? And the lady's like, unfortunately. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I like that lady. She's just like unbothered. She has no idea. Yeah. She was forced you know, to her role English, in apparently. Yeah. One um, <laughs> can't make it. And then even when, even when Eve was said something like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And she said something, I don't know if that's what, exactly what she said, but. You know, she, the lady was like, "Oh, you must have like led a very dull life," or I don't know. She, uh, yeah. I just like her if vibe. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, found a picture of the guy, and even before that, we saw yeah, seeing his picture on that T-shirt. That's a lost art. The photo mm-hmm. on the T-shirt. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so she does. She meets with Helen, Ellen, and <laughs> uh, she's bathing. He goes up. Eve's been very confident this season, so there has definitely been a change in in her. She'd be stripping. Yeah. Uh, so she grabs the razor to do some shaving. Um, 
why she asks Ellen why she does it, and she says that she doesn't like weak women. Don't like weak women, and uh, they have a little Austin Powers reference in there with the fembots, pew pew, which mm-hmm. is always fun. Uh, yeah, then Eve undresses, gets in the tub with her, and they're sitting there being very, very uncomfortable, talking about soup. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, they should have thought that through more. Yeah. Why? So why would Eve shows up to Elaine's house? Why would Elaine decide not only to <laughs> bathe, but to also shave? I, I don't even to know. Be was, she, really... was she going to shave or did Eve say, oh, let me just shave your legs? Like, I don't, so was I she already she, shaving? I think she was. So she was already I shaving. So. But yeah. why would you okay. shave when there's company? Maybe that was before. a part of it. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, sorry, not that I've done this before. I'm a lady. Uh, but you know how, like, it? she probably, it was like a lore, like, oh, welcome to my house. I'm going to take a bath. And you kind of do that thing where it's like, follow me, you know? Um, it's like, I'm going to go somewhere, follow me. Yeah. Like you want to be followed. Yeah. It. Oh, right. Okay. It's like, I want to be followed. <laughs> or let me see if this person's going to take a hint. Um, I'm going. So I don't know. <laughs> and and then I don't know and I think Eve sensed that because even when she went to do the bath it's like you know it's like wait Eve's like wait a second do I stay here but then she goes in I and then all of a sudden it turns into but yeah even when she starts to like unbutton her shirt it's kind of like oh you think you think I ain't about that life oh yeah I'm a freak but then she gets in the tub not so much a freak because you didn't think it through. Uh, you got to think about all the logistics if you're going to show your freak aside. So, yeah. And that was a Dude. nice tub. That was a nice tub with like high tub walls. Yeah. Good for posture. And it was still yeah. uncomfortable. Can you imagine just Warm a regular tub. person? Yeah. Have you ever been in the tub with another person? Like a bathroom tub? It's not. Like your rubber ducky? Ayo. Yes, but if that rubber ducky was someone else, <laughs> it's not comfortable. Like it's not, it's so quickly a dumb idea. So I was glad yeah. that they depicted yeah. um bathing together as just an inconvenient activity. Not sexy. Yeah. And it's super slippery and you're constantly just kind of on those your legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your butt's like you're like <laughs> dipping down. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're just like banging <laughs> legs and it's like, oh, can my leg go here? Can my leg go there? Yeah. It was Virginia good. I think. Banging legs. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's like we were. Um, it kind of, it's so interesting because remember like one of my, oops, sorry. One of my locks was um, that Villanelle and Eve would hook up, but it would like be, or I think I said that like could be awkward. And this is kind of even what I had in mind. Cause it's like, there's this buildup with Ellen and Eve and it's like, ooh, like, Eve's getting naked, like something sexy going to happen. And then it it has like the comedic effect of, no, it's not sexy. It's awkward. But I thought, again, I thought she would be having these moments with Villanelle, not mm-hmm. this newbie, rich aristocrat. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they're such wasted moments. Kind Who of. owns her own theater. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike. <laughs> I want to theater now, daddy. <laughs> All right, Wonka. How much you want for it? <laughs> one one pound <laughs> all right uh anything more and we could always come back through winners and losers to yeah. chat a bit more about things but anything more on eve and ll oh i'm just that kiss at the end man mm-hmm. big smooch yeah and it's a definitely a power thing because it happens right after ellen's like i let villanelle out of jail and then and then I think she's like, oh, you, I think you like this. And then Eve's like, I'm going to kiss you. You have mm-hmm. no idea. Have and no I'm going to kiss you again. Yeah. And then more kisses. Grab your chin. <laughs> Pull you in. Yeah. So I thought, I thought they would go, go full out, make out, but whatever. Smooches mm-hmm. are good. Yeah. There's a little bit more talking in there. Talking Smoochie about love. Boochies. Love is passion and suffering. Um, it delights you, doesn't it? I think it delights you, she says. <laughs> um, yeah, this is what you want. Big smooch. All smooch right. Is. So let's go to, so real quick at the top, we had Villanelle in prison, B 
being let out by Ellen. And uh, she asks her, uh, have you gotten this all out of your system? Everything that she's been doing for, I guess, the first three episodes. And she's like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. Can we go now? Um, no one leaves the 12. Not you, not me, nobody. Uh, so what do you want? Do you want this, that, or the other thing? More money? Um, and she's like, you're wrong. I want more money. Now let's go. And gives her the assignment, which who knows who it could be? Who knows? <laughs> We had no idea. It's not going to be the person that they cut to Villanelle trying <laughs> to kill. Yeah, that's that was random. Oh, my She's God. She's still looking for that person. I was so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah, okay. gives her the assignment. This is a sensitive one, she says. Yeah. And it's Carolyn. It's either, it's either Carolyn or Eve, Yeah, right? Like, mm-hmm. Right, so. basically. Yeah. So, yeah. wait. So, um, Elaine yep. and... Mm-hmm. Villanelle are members of the 12. Yeah, is that, that what confirmed. they were trying to say? Yeah, I don't think that they are the 12. I think the 12 is an organization and then there are members at the top. Yeah, so the, but they're members of the 12. Nobody leaves the 12. Yeah, well, yeah that... Villanelle's an associate. <laughs> you know, she's, she's, she's kind of like... <laughs> I will say, you know, tag. For, 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 some, for, for something that's like seems so critical and motivational in this show it's 12 situations just so confusing yeah like i need a deck of cards mm-hmm. i need something on a board because we still don't and it's it seems it's like they're strange. kind of making it up as they go like when they mention the 12 and then they kept making episodes and seasons and they're like uh so did you decide who the 12 were no greg i thought it was you uh aaron i thought it was you you know it's, it's like <laughs> okay let's just make it up as we go and we really don't know and they're just kind of throwing in things because yeah it totally sounded like the way she phrased it, no one leaves the 12 and she's bailing her out of jail. Like, okay, so Villanelle, did she jump in there? It's very confusing, but I, I guess all will be revealed or not. <laughs> I don't I don't think it will. I think at this point it is a conscious choice on the on this the creators of the show to not have it be a very clear-cut uh idea of what who the 12 are, what the organization is, and just simply making the show about the relationships that are thrown into chaos by that story that is not very clear. Are you going to tell me, are you going to like point to my heart and say the 12 is actually in <laughs> <Yeah>. here? <laughs> the 12 is the people we murdered along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I agree with Tia. They are treating the 12, not unlike Elizabeth Holmes treated the Edison, <laughs> where it's yeah. like, it's, it's revolutionize. like, yeah, she just is making it up as she goes, despite the fact that she doesn't have a working prototype, damn it. Um, but yeah, it does seem like the 12 is this like treat that they're dangling above us um, and they're just making it up as they go. Pyramid if scheme. they don't, I, like, I wish that there was more gradual discoveries when it came to the 12, just like little concrete bits of information that the audience can cling to versus like all this ambiguity. Um, Because if like, if it ends up, if the show ends and we don't know who, like what the 12 is, who the key members of the 12 are, it's going to feel like such a cop-out, you know, it's like you spent so much time creating this allure and all of this, suspense regarding the 12 and then you're not even gonna fully commit to addressing it like come on yeah Yeah. as somebody who loves the lore of shows i definitely want that but i also don't care mike get out (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna say you love the lord no, I do. I do. I do love the lawn. I love the Lord. I love the, I love the Lord. Um, and I was really into that first episode when she gave a Dunk shit about me. the Lord. Um, no, I, I love the the lore of crime shows and shows like this uh, and fantasy and, and anything where they create a world. I, I very easily buy into it. And I haven't been able to buy into this because it's been so, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah. And I think that I've, uh, I've accepted the fact that we're likely not going to get a full explanation of who or what or how, and other than it, it's just an assassin pyramid scheme, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we're getting. Yeah. So yeah. we go to Carolyn and Villanelle. Uh, it's yeah. revealed that Carolyn is the the sensitive mark or hit whatever it's going to be. Hope y'all and... were able to dissect that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. That <laughs> Easter egg. 
she <laughs> carolyn before we even get to there uh, carolyn is in a havana safe house and the toes guy is recovering and the, the toes Boo. knows uh carolyn asks for the names of his contacts blows smoke <clears> in her <throat> face and says i'll die before i grovel to a woman she goes outside to smoke that cigar gets hooded and taken away by bill and o. Mm. oh wait before mm. we get to that part was so so disappointed in carolyn because the guy was just i got creepy vibes from my couch at home here in philly he's talking about some be a dear like the way he's yeah. talking to her is just so mm-hmm. it's like this is a sleazy asshole do not get him a cigar do not help him do not show him any sign of respect and so when he blows the smoke in her face i'm like of course like girlfriend you walked right into that so I just wish that she was meaner to him. But, you know, he got his he got his at the end. But it was definitely something where I was like, Carolyn, no, like, don't even approach that dude. Like, yeah, yeah. but he she's, was a jerk. Yeah, she's definitely in a good cop, bad cop scenario. She's the good cop. Like yeah. she yeah. needs and we're going to see later, like she needs someone to be the bad cop. <laughs> yeah, which I'm surprised because you saw what she did to Paul. Mm-hmm. She's I mean, she's no joke, but I feel like. She doesn't, she doesn't want to get her hands dirty. She's also in a a tight spot uh, with Mm -hmm. uh, the the Russians that are helping her out. This guy is a a Russian agent of some kind, member of the 12. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if she were to do something herself, there could be potential blowback from that. I don't know. I don't know how Vlad feels about what's going on. Mm -hmm. So having Villanelle do her dirty work, um, although it would have been really, really satisfying to see her just do something. Do something. Yeah. Take that just cigar slap him and just bit. put it out in his forehead, you know? Oh, anything yeah. would have been great. So she gets kidnapped by Villanelle after she's out there smoking and she's getting really tossed around. It was very uncomfortable for me to watch Carolyn get uh, tossed around like that. I and- was thinking about you, Mike. I was like, oh, I hope, <laughs> I hope Mike's <laughs> I hope doing okay <laughs> watching this. <laughs> Needlessly tossed about, whirled about, and uh, she's talking to Villanelle about time she met her when she was a kid met her at the orphanage and she then gets smashed with that big old wrench oh how'd she survive that i was like oh she died yeah i was like oh she killed carolyn i was like certain that she had just killed her yeah Yeah. but luckily for all of us she didn't Mm -hmm. um so she takes the hood off prove it and she wants some painkillers get some and she tells the story of villanelle in the orphanage a story of using this bracelet that she had uh and villanelle had an enemy there somebody had wronged her and <laughs> slighted her in enemy. some simple way and she while she was sleeping tied this bracelet around this um kid's finger to the point where when she woke up it was like black and she ended up losing that that finger yeah and then villanelle asked to see it can i see it she wanted to mm-hmm. see the finger yeah and Carolyn says, and uh, uh, Villanelle says, uh, so I, I've been like this all my life, even since then. And she's like, yes, you've been gifted, gifted since birth, is how Carolyn describes it. Mm-hmm. And goes on to say that if she sees her flair for killing as a sign of a lack of hum- humanity, it's not. It's, it's in us. It's primal. Uh, so just do the thing that you're good at. Okay. I'm not inviting Carolyn to my house <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, killers. Um, She also wants her to kill. She also wants her to do that thing that she's good at, like go in and torture this guy. So she's winding her up for, she's making, she's helping her, she's pre-justifying what she's going to ask Carol or um, Villanelle to do, I think. Yeah. It's called manipulations. Or it's called a slow burn hype. Oh, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of slow burn hype man manipulations. Um, yeah, no, uh, I don't think it's so. It's like both precious and sad to watch Villanelle like just have all these questions and just these, just everything about her past and her childhood is so unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and it's also interesting to hear how early Carolyn knew who Villanelle was and when she met her because I feel like that wasn't revealed earlier in the whole series when it was like Villanelle and it's like this whole mystery and stuff but um yeah I didn't realize they went that far back I knew she went that far back when it came to like Ellen and you know the people who recruited her um but not with Carolyn 
So I was like, okay, I might've missed something there, but it was really, it's just like, oh, she really wants to understand who she is and why she is the way that she is. And I think that's really very human to just see that side of her. Um, but yeah. 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 That's a really good point. It's like, she's still human and she clearly is conflicted with her life and her past. And it, it is, we go back and forth between her being jerked around between her, like her life and her profession and her struggle to just live a life and figure out who she is. But mm-hmm. I will say her striped outfit is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Is mm-hmm. I think her and Carolyn, for whatever reason, them together stylistically look like so good together. They're both like the best style people yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both tall. They, I mean, they're basically models. Like they both have like the model uh, or this, I'll say this, the stereotypical, cause shout out to Fenty all right. sizes shapes everything but the kind of stereotypical like they're very like tall and lengthy and so I think they just they're just, they're just dressed really well like whatever you know because they have different body types like they're tall I suppose but I just think whatever the costume designer they're like they just are dressed so well they just find the best clothes for them yeah Pretty good. <laughs> uh, so they go back to the safe house and Benita uh who Carolyn says, comes with the house, apparently, uh, and is cooking away, and they're sitting there in silence, and Carolyn brings that up. Isn't it refreshing to just eat in silence without- Why are you talking to him? <laughs> uh, without people talking talking through it. Yeah, it's just like faulting through their mouths. Um, <laughs> She's like, we exactly. Make a, we make a good team. She asks her, asks Villanelle who sent her. Uh, she lets her know that the she has the survivor, Rustam, next door, and asks- uh, she has to look at his feet first, she, and she starts like clawing. Villanelle starts clawing at his feet because she wants to see these severed, severed toes. Uh, and we see her a little while later, kind of looking up at his nostrils, trying to see like how they kind of fit in there. Um, yeah, leaves Villanelle to torture him for info. Because Carolyn oh, yeah. wants to know. So Carolyn wants some stuff. Won't tell Carolyn. Carolyn's not going to beat it out of him, so she needs uh, some muscle to do it for her. And boy, Dude. does Villanelle do it. She's into, she, it was, her. it was, uh, took me back to that satisfactory face that that weird guy had who looked in the mirror when he got sliced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was his name again? Oh, uh, Julian. Aaron? No, oh, not the, Julian. No, no, the, um, the, the rich guy. Uh, oh my God. The guy God. in the mirror, he kind of, he was like What's turned on Aaron? when Villanelle sliced his. Aaron, right? Neck. Something like that. Yeah. But anyway, that guy, but she was about like, him. Yeah, she seemed slight, a little too excited, but she, yeah, just the way she like stabbed him and she made sure to like grab his face and look into his eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like going back to what you said, Mike, that's what Carolyn wanted. Cause she was like, oh, he might, yeah, he might be inspired and yeah, inspired to like kill a mofo. Uh, so that's what she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, she was. And it's, it's like, it, you could see, you know, it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Like her face, it was like, yes, I remember how good mm-hmm. this felt. Yeah. And she was I enjoying love that it. they did that with the, uh, with the eyes where, cause that was one of the things in the first season where she would like make sure that she saw the life leaving the person. So bringing that back was, uh, was enjoyable. Uh, and yeah, she's using that cheese wire to take finger after finger. Um, mm. and not Which even is like what stuff. she did with the girl at the orphanage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And he's describing this is what I this is what I'm interested in because I'm picturing a monster. Because <laughs> she was huge, she was tall, huge and evil, uh, this person that did this to him. So I'm curious who we're dealing with. Who who is out there killing members of the twelve? Yeah. It's not Pam, it's not Villanelle, it's not Eve, it's not Carolyn, it's not Ellen. It's Yusef in a long blonde wig. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Watch Wes. Yep. Could be. Could be the Mimbo. Yeah. So tall, huge, and evil. I want to see what that looks like. Um, Yeah. They went to El Hombre de los Caras, uh, kills him, and does the old look in the eyes. And then we go back to Truth or Dare. 
uh, we go to Trump oh, where they're playing with each other. And was your dad a sexy gay spy? And she said, yeah, yeah, true. That it did have a penchant <laughs> for the <laughs> And then I love that uh, Elena like, says it again. She's like, penchant. <laughs> and she still loves the penchant. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. She was like, yeah, God is good. <laughs> I was like, all what, the time, Villanelle. <laughs> what intrigues you about Eve? Well, I did start seeing a therapist, and my therapist says <laughs> uh, that uh, I just like the control that I have over her. Yeah. And then we have that crowd come in, a uh, little raucous crowd goes up. And I have we seen this guy before? Because this guy looks familiar. No? No, I haven't seen him before. Shake your heads. I would remember, I know, <laughs> the listeners can hear us shaking our heads now. Um, yeah, I, I would I would remember a face like that. Uh, he's very striking. He kind of has like a, could be a cousin of Sting, but his nose a little bigger face. Um, <laughs> Not a brother. No, a, cousin. A, a cousin. Yeah, right. Because they kind of look, genes, but not, but not direct. <laughs> not directly. Yeah. So he yeah, sees I don't, her. I don't recognize him either. He, scoot, he runs yeah. off. And Villanelle's like, should I, should I chase him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She doesn't get too mm-hmm. far. Doesn't get too far to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm curious what this deal was because she even, she says, I thought you were dead. And oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, his hat comes off and just leaves it. Yeah, second. just <laughs> over a cloud of smoke. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Roadrunner <laughs> style. Yeah, leaving an outline of himself in the wall. That's um, funny. Yeah. And he hops yeah. on his moped and gets out of there. Uh I mean, I'm surprised he just didn't keep going up to his event, you know? Because you know mm-hmm. how like when you see somebody and they think they recognize you and you recognize them, but if you don't want them to know that they recognize you, you just keep on your way mm-hmm. like oh i'm not really that person um but he like made such a scene about seeing them and then coming yeah. closer Ooh. and closer and then like it's like i would have just i would have hid behind someone going up the stairs but mm-hmm. i don't know his deal yeah so now they're on their they're looking to go to berlin well carolyn's looking to go to berlin she asks villanelle to join and it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case um says the guy was an old flame and she dares Carolyn to do air guitar. And at first, she's not quite doing it. She's like playing a little banjo. Um, <laughs> and then she gets a little into it, and they kind of bring in. It was almost something out of like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, or like Stallions. Wayne's World or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and goodbye, Villanelle. Be good. And she says to Carolyn, sorry, I tried to kill you. And then Black right. calls, and she dumps the phone in the water. So I'm... At a loss for what the fuck is going to go on with this show. <laughs> oh, well, it's, I, I mean, Ellen, Ellen and Vlad, Ellen? they have to be working together. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I can see that. Because it's I like, why was that. Carolyn even on the list anyway? And, you know, obviously Ellen knows exactly where she was, what was going on. I think the guy who Villanelle killed was probably just like bait or just like yeah take care of this I don't care about him or whatever and then yeah I don't know maybe I don't know the guy could have been and this is all assuming that we have not seen this guy before or not we're not all making a huge mistake um but he could have been a member of the 12 that Vlad said was already dead maybe that's maybe they're they're not dead and it's all this this big conspiracy against people that are hunting them down I don't know but yeah, Vlad calls and she dumps the phone in the water and doesn't want anything yeah. to do with him. And I, that's probably backs up what you said there. If Vlad calling and she dumps the phone in the water, then they're probably working together and something's up. So somebody try to kill me. Yeah. And they lucky, Carolyn is very lucky that Villanelle decided not to kill her. And so now they have this whole auntie-niece relationship going on, which I love. But mm-hmm. if they sent a different assassin in, Carol, we wouldn't have Carolyn no more. Yeah. Hopefully in the next episode, we start getting some team-ups. Some good team-ups. Yeah, there's all these, like, <laughs> fake team-ups of, like, oh, they're going to be together. Just kidding. No, they're going to be. That's, like, commit. <laughs> commit. <laughs> commit already. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Any loose ends that I might have skipped over? Anything more you want to discuss before we get to winners and losers? 
Oh, yeah. I thought Villanelle was going to kill Carolyn while she played air guitar. I was actually really nervous. Uh, oh, my gosh. No, that would have no. been. She was like, do it more. Do it more. You know? And then I was like, I, she I was just held my air, breath the whole time. air guitar herself to death. <laughs> <laughs> she Die was going to shred too loves. hard. Guitaring. <laughs> yeah. I she absolutely adored that moment because I was just. Whenever I see like a distinguished actor doing something so silly, I just think, oh, that's Fiona Shaw air guitaring and yeah. mm -hmm. she's doing it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> just like us. She's people too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Then let's hit winners and losers. We'll start with mm -hmm. the losers first. Kelly? A toeless nose guy. Um... <laughs> He, toes nose. Yeah, nose, nose goes for toes nose. Uh yeah, first he gets his toes cut off and shoved up his nose, and then he gets his fingies cut off. Like he's a dick, don't get me wrong. He's awful, but like he's just been through a lot of discomfort. So <laughs> to say poor the least. that guy. Poor toes nose. Yeah. Tia. Um, Eve is my loser for this episode. Um yeah, Villanelle got out and she's still just trying to figure out stuff. Like, I don't feel like she's any further along. Um, she's too busy uh, playing footsie with Ellen to, you know, actually see Lars. Villanelle's the one who ended up going after Lars. So I don't know. She's just distracted and now she's going to be even more distracted. And I mean, bless her heart. I hope there's a, I hope there's a, a turnaround soon, but Eve don't know what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my yeah. loser, I'm going to go with Benita, the cook. Um, she might have to take care of that body. I don't know uh, what, what all her duties entail. But duties. Her, her doo doos. Duties. <laughs> We're all 10 years old here. Uh, <laughs> um, so she might have to deal with that, and that would not be pleasant. Let's hit those winners. Tia. Oh, Constantine's laugh was a winner. <laughs> Just his laugh. Constantine's laugh. laugh. So good. It's like Christmas morning every time he laughs. It's like the best thing. It just made me happy this episode. I wonder if that's his real laugh. What is his name? Kim Bosnia or Kim yeah. Bonsia? I wonder if that's his real laugh or if that's a character developed laugh. If that's a character laugh, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Big, big hearty. Yeah. Big mm -hmm. uh, and your winner, Kelly. Me, um, Carolyn, uh, for talking Villanelle out of killing her. <laughs> like, what an expert negotiator. So I was, I was, I was so sure that Carolyn was going to die. So I was, very relieved to see that she that she didn't even though i believe that's one of my i would have gotten a lot of points for that but i still i don't want <laughs> i don't want carolyn to die Aww. either, either. sweet uh carolyn was also my winner uh but i'll go with the guy that got away the one that made a big spectacle of being seen by carolyn <laughs> oh geez oh lars <laughs> let's get out of here Lars. And, uh scooted scooted off literally scooted off so there we have Scoot it and boot it all Scoot right and boot. well that will do it for this episode covering season four episode four titled it's agony and i'm ravenous which i think was said by carolyn or at least yeah. partly said by carolyn mm -hmm. and hopefully next week we will have a uh we'll have a full house but for now <laughs> yeah. thank you tia thank you kelly and thank you all for listening bye
They're only to hide my guilt and shame. I forgive you, now I ask the same of you. While we were apart, I was human too. Thank you.